The Profit Constructors presents Construction Junction, the junction between accounting and construction. Please welcome our host, Tanya Schulte. Welcome back to another edition of the Construction Junction podcast. This time of year, as we and our accounting firm are working through with our clients, closing out their years, making sure that everything has been reconciled, everything's in the right place, and all of the boxes are checked, and we're handing over all their information so they can take it to their tax preparer for tax prep. It's an exciting time of the year. It's a very busy time of the year, and it's a prime time of the year to be talking about the topic we're going to talk about today, which is banking. This is actually, believe it or not, one of the times that we have a lot of our conversations with our clients surrounding their bank and their banking choices. Because as we go through and we help them sort through all of their different transactions, get everything coded and put into the right place, one of the um, features that we find is most important to us in being able to get the correct information is how well does your bank uh, converse, if you will, with your other cloud-based apps. If you've been watching or listening to us here on the Construction Junction for any length of time, you've already seen or heard us talk to several cloud-based applications. So all of the information and data that your company is running on is able to be stored out in the cloud. So you've heard us talk about Noify and ClockShark and other tools that you can use out in the cloud. And of course, another tool that we use is QuickBooks Online. And with QuickBooks Online, one of the very best aspects or features of QuickBooks Online, one of the most well thought out aspects of it, in my opinion, uh, on Intuit's part is their bank feed section. But the problem with the bank feeds historically has been how does data get from the banks to the bank feeds? And what we're going to see today is that there is a better way. Um, there's a way of getting bank data into QuickBooks in a very intuitive, if you will, way that makes a lot of sense, that gives very uh, great access and information and data to your accountant partner that gives you great information. And in the construction world, not only are we just looking for like raw data, like what happened, who spent the money, what account was it pulled out of, uh, which vendor was being paid, where was the debit card being swiped, all of that data is important. And we're gonna talk about how this tool, this bank that we're going to be talking to, how uh, they get that information to you. That's an important part of that. But another, feature that this bank allows for, which is very important to a lot of our clients in two different ways, and I'm going to touch on that in a second, um, is their ability to have multiple accounts and to parse things out by those multiple accounts. Let me break that down just a minute, and then we're going to go talk to the expert about it. We'll dive into it more over there. But if you're a construction company, you have multiple projects going on, let's say that you want to be able to budget funds and set aside a certain amount of funds off of that budget right at the beginning of a project. Well, with this tool um, and the fact that you can create multiple bank accounts and not have to pay those extravagant bank fees, you know how that can get out of hand if you have a bank, a traditional a bank where you've been banking and uh, anytime you set up a new account, they might charge you up to like $20 um, to use that uh, account just to have an account at their institution, uh, $20 a month. And so that's a large expense. 
this bank doesn't do that. And so you have the ability to set up an actual account for each individual project and to put a certain amount of funds over there. And again, we're going to dive all uh, into this a little more heavily when we talk to our expert and our, and our guest user today. Um, but it's a great feature to have right within your banking system. That's one use case, right? If you have multiple projects that you'd like to set up multiple accounts for and be able to sort of monitor the funds, monitor who's spending the funds. So everything, once you have those accounts established, you can then issue debit cards in certain people's names. So you can say, we have a certain project and the project manager is X and here's his debit card and he can only access and touch funds out of your designated project account. So that's a fantastic feature um, and you're not being charged extravagant fees to take advantage of it. Another feature is something that a lot of um, cash flow, people who are assisting you with your cash flow in the way that our firm does, um, where you want to sort of track your income in a separate account. Maybe you want to have a separate operating expense account, a separate payroll account. There are all kinds of wonderful reasons to have multiple accounts that serve different cash flow functions within your organization. And this bank allows for that and, and with the same great benefit of not having those extravagant account fees where you're having to pay the bank um, in order to just sort of keep your cash in little envelopes, if you will, of different bank accounts. So um, I'm very excited to introduce our expert today who um, is the co-founder of this bank that we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. We'll dive right in and ask him some questions about what is this bank? How does it work? Why did it even come to exist? Um, let's find out more on the other side. I will talk to you guys in just a few minutes. Hey, are you an accountant or bookkeeper in deep on the construction industry niche? Or maybe you're just thinking about throwing your hat in the ring. We here at Construction Junction also host a roundtable over at Roundtable Labs, just for construction types like you. This isn't a workshop or seminar. Instead, we dive deep into the issues faced in this niche and the firms that serve them. We tackle topics together by crowdsourcing our experiences and areas of expertise. We also support each other when things get tough. Think of it as a cross between a mastermind and support group for financial types that you didn't know you needed. So if you're looking to build better construction clients as you build a better accounting business, give us a try. Welcome back and welcome my friend Yusuf. I love to call you friend. We've known each other for quite a few years now. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we, we go back all the way to like Hubdoc days. Yes, yeah, way back in the day when our firm was in its infancy and I was checking out a whole bunch of apps and trying to figure out which were gonna be the best for us. Um, true story, our, our team and firm still love Hubdoc to this day. So it's awesome to have you as a, as a partner since way back when, but we're here today to talk about Relay. So tell us, please, Yusuf, tell us more about you and um, the story of Relay, because I really feel like the story of how Relay came to be is very important to why Relay is what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, just like a quick line on Relay, it's like next generation banking for employer businesses. Um, some background on me, uh, I've, I've been kicking around the accounting and bookkeeping community for a number of years. Uh, you know, kind of helped uh, HubDoc from like its infancy, infancy through to acquisition. And one of the core challenges that we, we saw like firsthand was how hard it was to get access to like banking data uh, for accountants and bookkeepers, as well as their small business clients. And in our case, we, you know, did bank statement fetching and made it easy to see check deposits and like all that good stuff. 
Um, and then we were also like global strategic partners with Intuit and Zero. And their biggest pain point for their product, their number one feature request back then and still today, it's actually just bank feeds at work, right? It's not like fancy yeah. cash flow reporting. It's just like, can you get my bank data in? That would be great. Right. Um, and so when we thought about like that challenge and, and when you kind of like distill it down, it's like access to financial information is probably the limiting factor on the dream we've all been sold for a period of time of like real-time financials. Yeah. Because um, if you can't get the data in on time and it's low quality, it's pretty hard to actually like make sense of it, uh, especially if you don't have it. Um, and and so when we thought about that problem, we thought like, how do we solve it from kind of like a first principles perspective or like at a foundational level? And what we realized is the only way to do it is to actually be the bank account. Um, so Relay is next generation banking for small business, make it really easy to collaborate both internally for your team, as well as with any external parties, like an advisor, an accountant, a bookkeeper, uh, you can like automate all your bills so you can centralize them. You have a pool workflow. It's really easy. And you can manage your expenses through Relay cards. Um, it's all FDIC insured. Uh, it's really like a great, wonderful experience. Um, yeah. So, so kind of break that down a little bit more for us because you know you give us a whole bunch of information which is fantastic I love all that it's really good and so many reasons in there to love relay but in terms of um you know the bank feeds how did you guys solve for that like what is your your overall solve for this problem of having bank feeds that don't connect anywhere yeah so like not only um do like accountants and bookkeepers who work outside of a business but also in in-house finance folks the, the core things that I love about Relay is one, we have a direct bank feed, right? So it's API to API, it's software talking to each other. Whereas like most bank feeds in like the Intuit and Zero ecosystems are run through like Yodli or Plaid, which use screen scraping, yeah. uh, which is actually like pretty unreliable. And that's, even if you're good at it, which those companies are, they just break a lot because there are changes in the banks and, yeah. and items like that. And truly uh, yeah. there's a bit of it where the banks the banks don't really want you accessing their information as sort of like a third party, right? There's a little bit of security risk, I think, that the banks feel to that. So this, the traditional sort of or traditional, how, how far back it goes, the screen <laughs> scraping that, that people are doing, the banks are a little concerned about that. So it's the, the API is where really where everything is going, don't you think? Absolutely. Like that's that's the future. Um, I think the hope is that in 10 years, most places will have API connections. Yeah. It's just, you know, even in the cases where the big banks do offer that functionality, they just break a lot. Right. It's not in the D bank's DNA to deliver like really high quality software. Right. Um, and that's kind of the opportunity for companies like us and also the opportunity for accounts and bookkeepers and their small business owners um, to work with, you know, leading edge uh, banking, banking yeah. uh, platforms. So you guys are the bank of the future that we can work with today. That's the hope. That's the dream. I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about like one of the questions that some of our clients and potential clients that we want to bring to Relay, they have questions, right? Because it's a little bit different. Um, my husband and I have banked online for quite some time. Like our personal bank is a bank that's only available online. We don't have any branches, um, but our clients aren't used to that. So they have questions. They want to know how does that work? So tell us more about this whole concept of being an online bank. Yeah, it's, it's almost like using uh, cloud accounting. Um, I think that's like a really like good parallel, yes. right? Um, you don't need the, the server in the back room, uh, right? You don't need a bank branch. Like I, you know, anytime I have to go to a bank branch, I have to tell you, like 
they're very nice people and they're actually pretty good at customer service generally, but I still lose an hour of my life. I have to answer a bunch of dumb questions. I know that I could do it from my phone, yeah. right? And so for you know people that are new to virtual banking or uh, digital banking, right? The opportunity is that you can do your banking from anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Um, if you are you know working remotely and you know you're taking advantage and you're on the West Coast, you can do whatever you need to do from your phone. You can deposit a check, you can send a payment, you can approve a bill. Um, it's all really really easy. And so to me the the idea of like, I like that there's a branch nearby is actually more about uh, customer service than anything else, right? It's like, I know that if I go to that bank branch, I can stand there until they solve my problem, right? Because right. Yeah. Um, like, I'm a human, I'm a physical being, they will have to deal with me. Yes. Uh, and I think when you think about just actually like the functional components, like a lot of that, I think everyone would agree can like be online. Yes. It's the confidence in like saying, oh, I can go to the branch and deal with this issue. But I think the the reframing that, that people kind of go through is like, what if you actually had a bank that, you know, was good at customer service and made, <laughs> made that easy for you yes. and would engage with you directly? Exactly. And how many of us are already doing most of those banking functions over our phone or over the computer? We're, we are really, if we think about it, mostly doing that. Most of us are logging into our banks online. Most of us have apps. For our, for our banks, any bank. Yeah. So we're doing a lot of the transactional stuff. Like you said, I think it's that, that confidence. And I will say as a Relay user, because our firms, all of our firms uh, accounts are through Relay. Um, and we work with a, one of the reasons we love that for Relay is because we have multiple accounts. So we have a whole um, cash flow model that we use where we have multiple different accounts that we are able to move funds back and forth. So. Speak to that. I mean, what is the ease of use for Relay? Being able to set up new accounts and um, being able to get all that done fairly quickly. It's honestly the very easiest, most quick um, bank account setup that I've ever had in my life. Not having to go to a branch and sit there for a couple of hours and sign thousands of papers. Yeah, it's it's a funny thing to think about that the more more successful we are, the less time people spend in our app, right? Yeah. Uh, in in Relay, because um, like it, you know, you take out kind of the uh, drudgery of banking, right? Going to open a bank account, trying to send a wire. Like you can do this all, like deposit a big check. You can do it through your mobile phone on Relay, right? Um, when you take out that drudgery and just focus in on like how do you make it all instantaneous or as close to instantaneous as possible. It's, a, it's like a magical experience. Like I know we we connected on this when you were first like testing it. You're like, you said, that sounds great, but let me see how it works. And you like spun up a new bank account and you're like, that would have taken me four hours going to the bank, booking an appointment, working through it all, paying the $20 a month because there's no account fees on Relay, yeah. right? Um, and so that that's really kind of where where we focus is like, let's streamline those the core banking and make it really easy and mobile. And then how do we add value beyond that around like cash management, making it easy to move money across with like a strong user permission model that goes back to that collaboration piece or like centralize all your bills with like approvals. So, yeah. you know, the client can approve the bill or the small business can approve the bill before it gets paid yeah. um, and giving you, you know, just that feeling of not only ease, but also confidence yeah. um, in what you're doing. So there's a couple of uh, my my brain's going in a couple of different directions. I want to touch on them mm -hmm. both, but first let's talk about your user permissioning because you just briefly touched on that. But I think yeah. it's really brilliant how you guys have set that up. So 
back to that collaborative model that we've been talking about, what you basically built Relay on is being able to collaborate really well back and forth between the end user and their accountant and they have access. So the end user, like the company that's using your program, your platform, maybe one of my clients has users and they can give permissions and then I can give my team permissions. How does that all break down? Yeah, so there, there's two there's two like permission models basically, right? So there's like the small business owner, where you know you as an advisor might be inviting in that small business owner to like set up a real account, they go and set it up, and then you're by default you have access to that account, and you don't have like full access as you know a lot of accounts and bookkeepers do when they're holding onto the bank logins. You have like a controlled level of access where you can like move money around in the account, but you can't like send it out, basically, yeah. right? Um, and the SMB always has control over whether you have that access or not. So they can always disconnect at any given point uh, and it is, is fully like permissioned uh, that, that they're giving you that access. And then on the account and bookkeeper side, like the firm side is kind of how we, how we think about it. You have obviously your relationship to your clients and then you also have your staff members. And so we've talked to so many firms, which, you know, they're sharing the bank logins. They have like a Twilio number set up to receive the SMS codes, right? Like all sorts of things, like just trying to jerry-rig access. Yeah. Um, and so with Relay, what you can do is not only you as a firm owner have access, but you can also invite your staff uh, and you can give your staff different levels of access depending on what you need them to do. Yeah. So if they just need to do like basic bank reconciliation and bookkeeping, read only is perfect. Um, if they're managing the bills, you want to set them up on like a bill pay access. And so um, in that context, they can, you know, initiate payments on behalf of the client, but it's all through like approvals and uh, with an audit trail attached. So you right. can see that it was, you know, John that initiated that payment. Um, and that, you know, uh, gives you confidence. Yes. Yeah. Confidence, both for the small business owner who has trusted us with having specific access and then confidence on my side from a team standpoint that I can manage my team well. I know that they're all taking care of what they need to get done for our clients, both ways. Exactly. Both ways. Um, okay. The other thing that I really wanted to touch on and something that you had said, and of course, this is the Construction Junction podcast. So one of the things that I think is brilliant about having the ability to quickly and easily set up new accounts is the idea that our clients, let's say that they have a project that is just ramping up and they know that they're going to want to budget a certain amount of funds for that project over a certain amount of time, they have the ability quickly and easily to set up a separate account for that and assign certain funds to that account and move funds back and forth easily. Um, talk to us about that. Like how easy is it to set up new accounts? How easy is it to assign, you know, to go ahead and get cards and assign card holders for that account and then moving and transferring funds back and forth? Yeah, yeah. So like the the use case is, um, you know, you might have one project. So let's call it Project A. And so you want to spin up a new bank account under your Relay account for Project A and name it, you know, appropriately call it Project A. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. What 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 creativity I, I have uh, this this today. Um, so uh, you you call it Project A. It's instantaneous. You can set up a new bank account um, with an account number and routing number in seconds, and you just choose who should have access out of your team. So it's very simple. Just move the funds across uh, into that account. So if you already have funds in your Relay account broadly, or perhaps you have another third-party bank that you're using, you can pull the funds across into that account. You can then go ahead and issue cards against this account to specific team members who might be working on this project. Um, and so there's a couple things that are happening there, and that's all like really easy. You can do it all online. You don't have to call anyone. You don't have to 
pay any extra money. Like it's all really, really straightforward. Um, but what's what's happening there is like one, we're doing segregation of funds. So we're saying that, okay, project A, there's a hundred thousand dollars for this project. That is the budget. We're now moving that across. Or I think we've talked, you know, about perhaps doing it bit by bit, right? right. You do ten thousand dollars at a time or twenty thousand dollars at a time, whatever it is, depending on the stage of the project. But you have segregation of funds and confidence that no one is going to be able to go beyond what's available in the account. Uh, And then two is actually having cardholders that are associated with this account. And so I might have, you know, Jane Smith, who's like our foreman on the on the project or four woman uh, on the project. Right. And I can see that Jane went and spent five thousand dollars at Home Depot. um, But I can know that it was Jane because one, I can see that that was the card that was used. I can set up like labels associated with cards as well. And it's all contained within that one account. Yeah, I love that because I think. Um, like you said, I love the idea of maybe um, rolling it out in stages. So let's say our overall budget is 100000 for that account, but I don't necessarily need Jane to have access to all of that 100000 in the first month of that project rollout. Um, it's instantaneous that if I wanted to just set $100,000 aside in our overall project account, but I only wanted to give Jane access to 10000 this month, I can instantaneously move it from that one account to another account right within Relay, right? Bingo. You got it from the, from your phone or computer. Yeah, I love that. And then it's also, this is something else that our team has loved about it. It's also very easy to add funds to a relay account. Like you said, from a, from another bank, um, we can just with a click of a button, say we want to add funds from this account. What is the turnaround time on that typically? Yeah. So you would link up, say like a bank of America account or a chase account, your local regional bank. Um, and, uh, we can pull funds in one business day. Nice. Very nice. Um, let's talk about bill pay. So now let's yeah. say that Jane has actually gone out and uh, spent a bunch of money, but she hasn't actually swiped her card. Right. She's put a lot of things on our material supplier accounts and all those bills are coming in. How can our team collaborate with our, I love that word, collaborate with yeah. our clients and get those bills paid right through Relay and have that attached to QuickBooks? Perfect. So what you would do when you're getting those invoices, you're already submitting it to say like a hub doc or a Dex slash receipt bank. Yep. I guess it might allowed to say that. Um, but yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so I want to clarify that it was receipt bank because I'm still having a hard time remembering what a Dex is, but yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, and so so you you'd send the document there, you'd create the bill inside of QuickBooks Online. Um, inside your accounting system. And then Relay would automatically pull in any of those unpaid bills um, into uh, your Relay account um, and you would have approval rules set up. So you might say that, you know, anything between uh, zero and $5,000, I just need uh, one person to approve that bill, like one of the business owners. So I could do like any or and logic. Mm -hmm. So it could be Jane or John. Um, but anything over $10,000 or $25,000, whatever the number is, um, I need Jane and John uh, to um, approve the bill before it gets paid. So it's really easy, all centralized, all straightforward, um, and you have the financial controls to back it up. Nice. And so for the accountant users that are listening to the podcast, uh, you guys have a direct sync with QuickBooks Online where it's actually pulling in that information. Uh, You're not having to it's not like I have to click a button. It's not like I have to okay. download a CSV and re-upload it to Relay. It's pulling that information. It, yeah, so it's syncing every three hours. You can do like a manual sync and just click a button. That's about as manual as it gets yeah. uh, to get that data. 
Nice. I love that. And then it's all sitting there waiting for me to, to make those bill payments. Exactly. You get all the data from the bill that was created in QuickBooks Online, like all the key information, invoice number, any notes, any of that stuff. Uh, and you get this, any source documents that are attached. So you can nice. see those inside of Relay as well. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, this is really fantastic. I am so excited to uh, explore this a little bit more with you and Matthew Fulton. We come back for our next segment, but thank you so much for coming in and sharing with Relay to us today. Let's, let's talk to Matthew in just a few minutes and see what questions he has. Sounds great. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Thanks, Yusuf. We'll be right back. If you would like to share your company or product on the Construction Junction, email hello at theprofitconstructors.com to become a sponsor. All right, welcome back. Thank you so much, Yusuf, for the great conversation that we just had. Matthew, I am excited to get your take on everything that you just heard. So I know that you're kind of a brand new real user. Tell us a little bit, first of all, about you who you are, what you do, what your business is. And then let's kind of dive into how you use Relay. Real quickly, I'm just finishing an email to a client that I have to go meet at his place right now to get the login access to a bank. And I'm telling him, I don't, we're not doing this again after this, right? So I'm, I'm super excited to hear about what Relay can do and can take away my liability of some of that access. Um, yeah. But my name is Matthew Fulton. I'm with Parkway Business Solutions, as well as a Facebook Facebook group called QB Community Live. We do bookkeeping and payroll for small to medium sized businesses. We've got over 35 monthly clients. Um, some of them actually, one of our largest ones is consistently doing vendor payments out to different software developers and always having to balance back and forth between different payment options. So I'm super excited to hear about how we might be able to streamline some of this process and eliminate some of the time that I'm wasting trying to match up these payments as I'm going through a third-party competitor and not happy with them. So yeah. oh, really that's, that's awesome. So you have a Relay account. You're just sort of starting to dip your toe into using, correct? Oh, yeah. Ah, he's got a Relay card. Look at that. I can show it because it doesn't show the number here. It's awesome. <laughs> it looks so pretty. It's like... Right? The numbers on the other side so yeah well you know as as somebody in the accounting industry um there's been a lot of buzz around relay now for some time and a lot of positive positive energy so i had to jump on the bandwagon and try to figure out what's going on with it um but i haven't had the chance to actually really fully implement it and i've got some questions that you know after listening that i'd love to hear a little bit more about how relay does certain things yeah, absolutely. So go for it. Let's fire away with your question. Uh, so one of the biggest ones I, I was listening and you talked about the fact you can have 20 different checking accounts, which phenomenal. Um, part of the reason I was setting this up is be just internally for me and my assistant, you know, anytime she needs something, we're working remotely. And with that, I don't know, like she'll tell me she needs something like different chair or she needs a better headset. And I want her to just be able to get what she needs to have the comfortable work environment without having to come and ask me. I want her to feel empowered with that. So I feel like this will help me. Um, what I did want to know is with, so more for like some of my clients and such, you've got the 20 accounts. Is it like, can you cancel certain accounts, open new accounts, and it's just a limit of up to 20? Can you cycle that type of stuff? You, you can, um, we definitely don't see that as often. 
um, right? Like if you're if you're setting up an account, generally people will like rename the account if they okay. if they want to continue to to have that you know have three accounts or seven accounts or whatever it is. Um, yeah, but you you have that flexibility for that question. So just like as a for instance, coming back to like our construction example, if yep. we have like project one and it ends in October, but project two starts in November, we might just rename the account. As we after we've closed out project one and and kind of keep a roll some rolling accounts for different projects. Perfect. Um, yeah, the, you nailed it exactly. You know, one of our our clients we do a lot with construction companies, specialty construction, and they'll be running ten different projects at the same time. So we want to be able to make sure we can delineate where expenses are going to, which would be great. Um, and then I wanted to also find out because I'm concerned on with so many accounts, what kind of a time it's going to take me to be evaluating and reconciling those accounts. Um, do the 20 accounts roll into one primary account? Are we, are we talking to primary and sub accounts? What does that look like? Yeah. So, so each account is treated separately in QuickBooks online. Um, so they're not all merged into one. Uh, and you get like enriched data actually coming through on the bank feed as well. So um, not only are we talking about like the card transactions, so you can see that, you know, your assistant paid for, you know, paid a bought herself a thousand dollar chair, Matthew. I treated her. <laughs> it was great. It was great. She's a long pandemic. You said that limit pretty high on her card. <laughs> yeah. Glad she's happy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. more, more importantly, like, uh, you know, in construction as an example, um, when you're receiving checks, uh, for, for specific services, being able to deposit those checks and have the check data actually come through, not only in Relay, but also show up in QuickBooks Online makes it really easy to, to do the reconciliation. Okay, I always like to be very positive on things, but I'm gonna ask this next question in a positive manner to find a very better answer for me. Okay. I have been using my merchant processing for my own company recent for through a big green company for some time. And um, I've recently experienced a lot. There's been a major increase in my cost to provide uh, the ability to pay me through said other company. Um, I would love to hear how easy it is with Relay for me to transition and switch that over and start saving money. Yes. So, so the the use case for this unnamed uh, company that we may have heard about um, is that, that you want to be able to pull funds from your clients' bank accounts. Yep, is I want them to be able to, exactly, they can pay me yeah. for the wonderful services we do so I can afford like that $1,000 check. Yeah. Whereas with some other companies, you may set up a recurring sales receipt that automatically yeah. flows into your account once a month for services performed monthly, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so we, we don't have that functionality today. Uh, where you can set it up to automatically pull from uh, third-party accounts um, other than other than your own. Um, what we do recommend, and we we love the folks over at Practice Ignition. Um, ah. Yeah, there you go. Got to got to do the partnership plug. Um, That's a good that, good call. Okay. Yeah, that that combination of PI plus Relay. Oh my God, then then you've solved it. Um, and what we're talking about there, just so make sure everybody understands, practice ignition basically is we would be sending out our our proposal to them. We can set up our recurring billing with them. So really it would be practice ignition that's establishing the payment charge. And then because of this relationship between the two, that would help facilitate the ability to collect the payment, which would then link to my QuickBooks online because we do use it ourselves, and be able to pull the data in and be all beautiful with a nice, beautiful workflow. Exactly. 
Love it. Okay. I do. I like I like that partner plug, and that I hadn't thought of that as the answer to that question. So yeah, that's that's great. I love that. Um, and now you also talked about the ability to easily move funds between accounts. Um, so I'm assuming does that mean um, now we're talking about the money out aspect, right? Because if this right. is a bank, so it's a bank. We hopefully have money coming in. Do we have to pre? fund before we're sending money out? I mean, do you have to have money in the account before you spend it? I guess is a silly I mean, way to ask. What that. a world it would be if that is not the case. Yeah, yeah, of course, you, you need to add funds uh, to okay. the account. So if I didn't have funds, got a, and I needed, understand, have to put it in, is it I fund it and later that day I can run a charge if I needed to? Uh, it's one business day to be able to pull the funds across. Yeah. Is that even if we've just transferred? Is that even if we've just transferred funds? Like, so if I move funds from my main income account into yeah. my operating expenses account, right? That's an immediate uh, transfer. Of yeah, money. of course. A any intra, you know, relay transfers are instantaneous. Um, and same with payments. Uh, we're now seeing more and more businesses uh, who both use relay paying each other, right? And those are like instant, like payments in seconds, uh, which is really cool. Um, but I, I hear you on the, hey, I want to pull funds in. How quickly can you settle it? Um, we, the one business day is like best in class. Uh, we are trying to get it actually shorter because uh, think about what a magical experience that would be. Um, one day is good. I mean, that's yeah. that's a good example of where we just when I know the answer and we can plan for it, it makes makes it successful. Um, now, so the other beautiful thing, um, again, on the money outside, paying bills, so forth free ACH loving that. So I can eliminate the, the charges coming from my bank from that side. Um, a lot of, there's a lot of apps in this payment processing environment. And traditionally, if we're trying to pay somebody else, there's a whole bunch of like hula hoops we have to jump through that have fire rings on them to figure out how to pay those people. How, how easy is it for my vendor to actually get paid? So I don't get four phone calls back from them. You mean you so say you don't have, they don't have to like sign up for an account or give over their firstborn or something like that? Yeah, I've got enough firstborns at the moment. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> running a daycare over there right now, Matthew. <laughs> you know, it's it's difficult times. We do what we can. So, <laughs> um, so we make it really easy. Uh, again, coming back to the idea of like just really focusing on the customer experience. Um, so, uh, Matthew, let's say I wanted to pay you through Relay. Um, and I would select Matthew as my payee. And let's say I didn't have your ACH details, your domestic work details, or however I wanted to pay you. Um, I would just check a box and realize it says request payment details. Um, and if I actually required a W-9 to be able to make payment, I could require a W-9 um, as part of that process. Matthew okay. likes that. He's over there slow cap wow, clapping for all so those listening yeah. on the podcast. He's over there with the slow cap on the, I can request a W-9 right through this bank system. So let's real quickly again, because of the this podcast construction based, how powerful is that, Tanya? The ability oh, yeah. really like, I mean, we're as an accountant, we're always telling our clients, you need to get this information first before you pay them. And, yeah. and we're in an industry that's so subcontractor heavy, right? Matthew, that's where you're going with that. Like yes. and it's so easy for our clients, Yusuf, to uh, be needing work done on the project and they just want to get the work done and move on to the next project. And so they hire this guy who's been recommended by someone else and he comes on and they're gonna have the work done that day and then he wants his payment that day. 
what a great tool to be able to say, great, we can initiate his ACH payment. We'll just ask him for all of his information, including the W-9 right through the bill pay system. It's that's fantastic functionality. It's almost like you talked to accounts when you designed this thing. I'm loving it. Oh yeah. That seems like the, that would have been a good idea if you'd have, if you'd have known something about accountants when yeah. you started this whole thing, Yusuf. <laughs> Um, multi-stage pay, the multi-stage approval. I uh, wanted to dive a little deeper onto that as well. We have some nonprofit organizations that um, require, if you have a check over a certain amount, that it requires a dual signature. And I know this is a unique use case, but um, does that fall within that multi-stage approval process in a sense? Yeah, so I, I just want to make sure I'm answering the question accurately. So you have a party A and party B, they both need to sign before a check can go out. Correct. Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. So with uh, our multi-stage approvals, uh, not only can you set it up to, as it's, as, as it's in the name, step one, step two, step three, you can also have step two be uh, both party A and party B both needing to approve it. Huh. Um, and you can set it up if, you know, perhaps the structure is different where it's party A or party B. Um, it, it's entirely up to you. Uh, we've designed it in a way that it's like very flexible uh, to whatever workflow works best for your clients or, or your business. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna kind of play sure. off that for just a second on the construction side, um, because I like something that you mentioned in there and I think it could be really important in a, a construction environment. When you said it could be party A or party B, that's really important because let's say, and this happens quite a bit in our clients' workflows, they might have something come in and typically the project manager needs to approve every single time. But let's say that the project manager is either very busy on a project and he's asked to delegate that to someone else and or the project manager's out sick um, or he's on vacation. Like it's very nice to be able to set it up to say, if party A is unable to approve, we're able to then send it on over to party B and they can go ahead and make that approval happen. It's not going to stop it anywhere because both parties didn't approve. So that's really nice to have an either or in that situation. Exactly. Really impressive. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, now, I love the fact you said that this whole process works directly with the bank feeds with QuickBooks Online, which I could totally nerd out on that. I'm not going to. Um, but I would love to know, like the data that's coming through, the power of the bank feeds has to do with that, that dang memo line, right? What comes across that. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Because that really impacts my ability to reconcile things quickly. Perfect. Uh, so um, what's, what's the best way to kind of discuss that? Uh, let's say there was like an ACH payment uh, that you've made out of Relay. Um, and you include like a reason for that payment. You include an invoice number, you provide other context. Um, not only do we provide that invoice number in the memo field, um, we also provide who initiated the payment. Uh, so you can see that and you can see the payment type. So you can see it was an ACH. Um, on card transactions, uh, you know, we obviously, we standardize all the merchant names. So it's always Facebook, it's always Uber, it's always Starbucks. It's really helpful on the 20% of like edge cases when it comes to merchants, right? Like gas stations in the middle of nowhere, that's some no-name LLC, right? Um, that's, that's really where a lot of value is. But uh, on the memo line, uh, you get like category information. You get um, which card was used. So, you know, it was your assistant that bought that $2,000 chair. She's really- $2,000 now? <laughs> Um, wow, um, you really like her a lot, Matthew. <laughs> you guys can't have her, but yeah, keep right? going. So, so, or, you know, a check is deposited. So you get the vendor name, the amount, the date, as well as any memo actually gets passed through on the memo. 
uh, line. So all of this context adds up to a lot of safe time uh, for, for your practice. So deposit, because um, that's the other big one, you know, the biggest pain points, at least I feel, it's always the check detail and the deposit detail. There's no way around other than going into logging into a financial institution to seeing that stuff for us most of the time. Um, when things are, when people are paying, are the payments batched together or are they actually processed on, in our account as individual payments? Yep. So uh, as of today, you can do either or. Okay. Um, so, and, and uh, let, actually, let me step back because I think the spirit of your question is if you have vendor A, B, and C, is it all going out as one payment? Uh, that would be out, but money in. Yeah. So customer A, B, and C paid individually, does it get batched at the end of the day as deposit one? Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. You would see each one separately. Beautiful. So that helps that reconciliation. And again, would then match up um through the system that's impressive okay um and what information are you able to see on the deposits it, it really depends on what we receive uh so we try to like enrich that data as much as possible uh but sometimes it is just you know stripe right. or shopify or practice ignition um, if we do have a uh a sender name we do surface that um inside of relay all right. And then what about like uh, if you're taking if you're doing like a batch of checks or do you have yeah. check images available on a deposit? Absolutely. So uh, as you snap the picture of the check goes into relay, you can see all the data. You can also see the image of the check itself. Yeah. Wow. Love that. that is one of my favorite features, like being able to see those check images on the deposit. If I remember correctly, an ACH payments out as well your company will enable the ability to have like check numbers on the ACH or something just as another point of reference. Did I, do I remember hearing something of that nature? Um, what I mean by that is like, if I go to Wells Fargo and I schedule out ACH, they'll still actually attribute like, this is ACH check number five, five, two, three. And so maybe it's a transaction number of some sort that it would then kind of match to. Is there a way to do something of that nature also? Um, I, there, there is transaction IDs, but we don't really pass those across to uh, QuickBooks. Makes sense. Um, I think the hope is that the data that's coming across is just very clear, okay. um, right? So as opposed to having to rely on like a number, you can actually use the qualitative data around the payment. Uh, but yeah, I'd love to dig into that use case. So if I have a vendor, um, again, thinking one of my companies happens to be a software development company, and they'll have multiple bills due to each developer, and right. they'll want to make a single payment for multiple billable expenses, how, what does that look like? Is it a single payment out to them where we're selecting multiples, or is it individual yeah. payments to them? Yeah, so you're able to do batch, um, uh, but there would be individual payments. Uh, because they are separate payment accounts. So let's say it's $10,000 and it's 10 developers and each developer is getting $1,000. You get, you know, $1,000 payment, $1,000 is a payment 10 times. Um, if you have, uh, you know, a vendor or a developer who you need to pay twice, um, you can batch uh, those two payments as one payment. Um, that's what I was looking for. That's, that is a major up uh, on the market. So that's huge. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Um, and so now when I have to go to meet with my client a little bit later, how easy is it for me to get them added on into an account? What has to happen to set up an account? It's really easy. Uh, you can invite them in through QuickBooks, well, through QuickBooks Online. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> through your Relay Partner Portal. No. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, every account of Bookkeeper gets like a Relay Partner Portal, similar to like QBOA. Uh, from there, you can invite your client uh, into Relay. You just put in their email address, then they can go ahead and sign up. Um, and all we require is that, like their articles of incorporation or equivalent, um, EIN uh, letter, um, and then some other details about them as an individual. And uh, how long does it usually take, Yusuf? Like once they click, yeah, I want to do this, they're able to upload all that information online, just sort of like scan, drag and drop. And then how long does it usually take for your approval process before they have their first account set up? Uh, it, 10 minutes. Um, especially if you're going through an account or bookkeeper, uh, because we we fast lane all of those accounts uh, and uh, they are considered VIPs uh, in the relay world. Yeah. So inviting your clients is absolutely the best way to go, rather than sort of sending them out on their own and being like, "We'll go see how you like relay." <laughs> um, okay, this is a little bit weeds, but I'm going to not go too deep weeds. Uh, okay. We've sometimes seen like user permissions on applications and levels of, of like user permissions. If I invite my customer to pay me the type of account that would be in comparison to that same customer 